excuse of like helping the poor. I don't know why that irks me. I do know why that irks me. That irks me so much when people bring that up because you literally don't know what else someone is doing. Yeah. So you just see me at this one moment doing something that you don't like. You have no, I could run the number one homeless shelter that has <laughs> helped thousands of people yeah. in my town like i could be you have no you're just seeing me at this exact moment so you don't can't relate to cancel culture hookup culture or victim culture well neither could we we created this platform for those other girls girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a christian and conservative worldview we talk about life relationships work pop culture and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! Hello, you're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm her friend Melanie. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Saturday, everyone. We did not plan to match in our pink, but we did. Um, we're pink ladies over here. We respect, honor, and um, preserve the color pink on this podcast. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. Um, I'm Mallory. That is Melanie. And we talk about so many different things, a wide range of variety. And today we're talking about, this is going to be a shorter episode. We're just knocking out some really three interesting stories from this week um, that I felt would be interesting to talk about. Melanie, how has your week been before we get into it? My week's been good. Um, I went to the sidewalk outside of Planned Parenthood three times this week. Had oh. a lot of meetings. Um, but this was the time in my phase where I was um, high in my estrogen, close to ovulation. So this was the time where I felt like a bad um, chick and could do all the things. So this was the time to have all the meetings to do all the stuff. And I knocked it all out because in like two weeks from now, I'm not going to feel this way. So that was my week. Very like go getter and getting stuff done. I felt. And what phase is this? I don't know the actual oh, awkward not to put you on the spot. It's okay. It's okay. This was your, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. This was your ovulatory phase. I don't know. Follow, not the follicle. Not the follicular phase. Yep. Maybe ovulus. Um, communicating and socializing. Wait, no. What's the one right after that? I'm looking at luteal. 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 My. I guess you're right. Your luteal phase. That's what phase you're in. This is the third no, phase this of your is cycle. my ovulation phase. I was, because I was getting close to ovulation. Okay. And then I definitely ovulated. So I think it was okay. ovulatory phase. Okay. And that's the second phase. And you focus on eating raw fruits, vegetables, doing HIIT workouts, and communicating and socializing. So, yeah, this was probably it. There's the menstruation phase, uh, follicular phase, as the egg is maturing, getting ready to release. Then the ovulation phase, when you're having your mucus and you ovulate when the egg is released. And then the luteal phase, as um, your brain is triggered that um, the egg did not meet the sperm, no human life was created, and then you shed your your uterine lining back in the menstruation phase. So, yeah, I think it was the ovulation slash luteal phase that I'm in right now. Nice. Okay. Nice. Did not mean to put you on the spot like that. Um, I didn't know that, though. 
So no, it, it's okay because we're all learning. That's yeah. the whole purpose of life is to continue to learn. Yeah. I'm in my menstruation phase. Oh, um, yeah, I'm wrapping it up, nice. and right now I should be focusing on proteins, fats, yoga, tapping into my intuition, and evaluating. I use quotes for yoga and tapping into intuition because those are more of like a, a new agey thing. And we don't do that over here. Um, but this app is what I'm reading um, to let me know. You know, what being, I being aware do. of where you are in your cycle is maybe why um, you didn't have a great day yesterday. Because I thought about that. Hormones played a role in that. Whereas if you were ovulating, things maybe wouldn't have felt so bad. Yeah, I've thought about that. That is something that I'm going to be working on because, you know, people talk about how they get, yeah, I get so angry and moody when I'm on my period. That's not me at all. I'm like, just so sad. Like, that's my only emotion. And I don't know if that's wrong, but I want to regulate that because I don't want to be like, not bipolar is not the right word, but sometimes, especially when I was younger, I remember there was a time I was so sad about something. And I was, I remember thinking like, why am I sad? Like, stop being sad, but I could not stop crying. And I, and it was because of this, because of my hormones. And I kind of want to work on like regulating that. Um, but I yeah. think like, you know, being aware of your cycle, like you talked about, like you said earlier, being aware of your cycle and then just also seeing like once I get my weight under control, I want to start doing where you're eating for your cycle. You're exercising for your cycle. I want to start doing more of that because I think that's also going to help and play a huge role, too, because just because where I am in my um, health journey, like I still boxed all this week and I still walked and I, you know, I was more at the maintaining stage, I would not have done that. I would have tried to go along with not yoga, but I would have stretched. I would have um, tried to really focus a lot more. I mean, I, I eat mainly protein or I try to focus on protein anyway, because that helps you lose weight, but like other phases, maybe focus more on fruits and vegetables, things like that. Yeah. Um, but I do think this is important and I want to do more episodes on things like this. The app I'm using is called MyFlow. You have to say MyFlow or it's not going to come up, but like it, every day it tells you what phase you're in. And then it tells you, it is kind of new agey because it has like your new moon and other stuff in it, which is like unnecessary, but someone make a, someone make a non new agey version of this and I'll download it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, all that to say, it's really important ladies and helpful for you to be aware of where you are in your cycle because then you can know mm-hmm. like now's the time to knock out all those meetings now's the time to make mm-hmm. all those appointments and and um to make the tiktok videos and to give the the um presentation in class or to your boss because you're like okay i know i'm close to ovulation i'm feeling my best or you know my period's coming up i'm not gonna feel so hot so um I know around this time to schedule more rest or maybe that's why I thought it was the end of the world and I hated (laughs) everything around me because my period is coming up. That makes sense. So yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think once you become knowledgeable about this topic, you start to see certain things. Cause I know, especially with the, um, not the luteal phase where it says like, this is the one you can get done all your to do stuff. I remember looking at my calendar being like, huh, it just seems like for a couple of days out of the month, I'm really scheduling things and I'm just bam, 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 bam. Hmm, That's interesting. Let me go back to my life. But now that I know that, like, (laughs) now that I know what that is, it also, okay, this is what it is. And we really like, this has nothing to do with the topics, but, I'll say this and then if you want to say something else then we, we can move on but like we really need to see how we can work like our bodies are not meant for the 24 hour a day work cycle I really want like one day if I ever own a company I with women um I really want to see how we can work to make it the 28 day cycle of a woman like I wish I mean 
how do we do that? Because I'm like, well, if it's all women, I don't know. But like, I really like the 24 hour day cycle is not for us. And we got to start rejecting it. It's hard when you're a corporate girly because, you know, A, men are not going to understand. B, I doubt they even really want to understand most of them realistically and then see life is going to keep going it keeps going fast so it's hard to like get with that but like i just want us to one day be free of that be free of like having to do the grind all the time like i gotta grind this out Mm -hmm. because we're not meant for that maybe what that future like all women's business could look like is like you don't schedule work from nine to five like maybe it's nine to seven and there's like a two hour nap or break time during the day where everybody's napping or doing something else um and you know i would love for there to be work environments where women can freely breastfeed yeah kids to work like you you can be the daycare or there is a daycare provider and then maybe i'm just throwing this out there with the with all the that productivity that could be happening and with all the women who would be together all the time naturally um their their cycles would sink as girlies do um and then you know maybe there would be so much positivity that there'd be a lot of productivity and then there could be like a week where you take off of work for the period or um maybe it's like i don't know it's nine to two or like also like half a day yes like during the when you get when everybody's bleeding and then menstrual phase yeah yeah. so that's just an idea like what if and then like i said yeah body would be so productive and enjoy the that um break in that that ridden in break throughout in the middle of the day and that lesser time on when everybody's on their period and then there could be a lot of productivity and and happy employees i would love something like that like i honestly would love to have a business where we're and we're helping we're catering to other women you guys know about um the feminine um feminine product collection that we're doing if you have five dollars to maybe not two dollars because i think that's how much uh gofundme takes so like five dollars twenty dollars two hundred dollars we're trying to raise money to um collect organic we're doing organic this time pads and tampons for uh inner city middle school i would love to you know do things like that and you guys know i love making jewelry like um, the podcast, but, or like helping other people start podcasts. Like there's so many things and that I would like to do like women based. And I think it would just be really great to have a company that recognizes that. Cause a lot of also, well, two things, a lot of women owned companies already are not really owned, run by women. A, and then B, a lot of women feel like you have to be a man. And I get that. And like, I'm not, before I used to be like, girl you think you have to be a man to work in this world but that was before i was in the world so now i get it (laughs) but i want us to reject that i want us to stop doing that and i i've been working really hard to do that like i love wearing dresses you're not gonna catch me no no shade to anybody but you probably won't catch me in slacks nothing wrong with that that's just not me and i think um when I first started doing corporate, I used to be like, oh, maybe I should get a pair of slacks. Like, this is how they're doing. And I was like, you know what? No, I like wearing dresses and skirts. I will wear dresses and skirts. I'm not going to, and I'm not a hard person. Like, if I answer the phone, hello, hi, this is da 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 I'm not going to be like, hello? <laughs> yes. I'm going, so I want women, I want there to be a place in society for women to be in the workplace that they would like to in corporate world, however they feel fit, however God has called them. And they don't have to change who they are. They don't have to push aside their femininity. They don't have to push aside their, their beauty, even their, the things about them that they like that um, God has given them just to fit in, in this man's perfect world. Um, But also too, I will say the things that I would like to do, for example, jewelry, that's more of a woman's world anyway. Um, period products are more of a woman's world anyway but you know yeah 
I want to add on to this dream business scenario is that maybe, like you said, you're helping um, with more period products for the inner city girlies. And then maybe the employees were also formerly like sex workers or um, human traffic survivors. And so it's a place of redemption or people are, Amen. are um, you know, making a living um by not selling their bodies. And adding on to the stream, we also help a maternity home. We are the number one provider for the maternity home for teen girls who are facing unplanned pregnancies um, that whose parents have kicked them out or it was from a parent and they're unfortunately word of the state. We would also be helping them. And then we would give, especially the teen girls would be able to intern for free I'm sorry, intern and get paid um, to intern in whatever department, in the jewelry department, in the uh, podcast department, in the period products, period product compartment, in the marketing department. Yes. I'd have my own intern. Let's make it happen. All right, here we go. So I just need someone to donate $500 million and we can get this started. Please send this to your closest friend friends yes let's make the dream women's business a reality yes would you like to come on as a cfo absolutely yeah all right there we go we'll get one started in charlotte we'll get one started in san antonio yeah spread it all around the world and we'll have different leaders in each community in the u.s and then we'll get all the way we'll even be in alaska yeah why not yeah. And Hawaii. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, <clears throat> that's dreams <laughs> um, that could or could not come true. We don't know. Uh, you want to get started? <laughs> yeah. And um, speaking of dreams, someone who has um, fulfilled many a dreams that people could only dream of, Queen Elizabeth second has died the death of queen elizabeth ii britain's queen elizabeth died on thursday at the age of 96 ending a generation spanning seven decade reign that made her a beacon of stability in a tumultuous world her son king charles iii has ascended to the throne is at Buckingham Palace in London after spending Thursday evening at Balmoral Castle in Scotland. He is expected to address the nation later. UK has entered a period of official mourning with formal gun salutes to the Queen ringing out and tributes from around the world flooding in. As monarch, the Queen is automatically granted a publicly funded state funeral. Details for the funeral are expected to be released by the palace soon. Yeah, so Queen Elizabeth died. That's sad. Yeah. I'm not really emotionally invested in (laughs) Britain and Queen Elizabeth. I'm not going to lie, me neither. Um, (laughs) But I felt like it was something that it's interesting. I wish, I think people who, okay, people who are emotionally invested are the people who like live there and understand everything. I think the Americans that are emotionally invested also, there are people who are interested in history. Because this woman, like, just listening to different people talk about it, doing some research, everybody's talking about it. She has lived through seven decades of being a queen. She has seen a lot. Um, The part, so there's two things I wanted to talk about. First thing is just mentioning that. um, R.I.P. That's sad. Someone's grandmother. Um, So now, like, the line of succession is King Charles, he's king now, William, Prince William, Prince George, Prince Princess Charlotte, Princess Louis, Prince Harry, oh, Master Archie, that's what they call the little boy, and Miss Lilibet. So, that's interesting, right? I thought, to be honest, for whatever reason, I thought Prince William's would be next but that doesn't even make logical sense because that's the grandson but it's king charles then prince williams then all of his sons 
then Prince Harry, then all of his children. But didn't some of them, like, release their claim to the throne? If they, I don't think do? they released their claim to the throne. I think they just released the titles. But it's not going to happen. Like, okay, so Prince Harry is fifth in line. So it's not, like, in, in front of him are Prince William's kids that are, like, little. So he's not, it doesn't even matter. Like, <laughs> he's, oh, well. Interesting. This is yeah. how that works. I know. It's very interesting, especially as Americans, because I can't, and I was thinking about this. So I'll tell you what did make me emotional. Um, Thinking about, I thought Harry was able to say goodbye to her, but someone told me that he didn't get there because he's already in England. So I was like, oh, how lovely. Like, she waited for him to as morbid as it sounds she probably waited for him to die um but someone told me that like he was on his way he didn't get there like he was in england but he didn't get to where she was in time oh i like that made me emotional because that's like so sad and you know my story i won't get into that because i don't want to cry um but like that made me thinking about it from that standpoint like it's someone's grandmother like that's sad but from the standpoint of like i just can't I'm thinking like, okay, a president that, you know, Donald Trump dies, God forbid. I don't see myself crying or being super emotional over it. He's our head of state, but or was. I, I don't see myself getting like that. So I that's just a strange concept because we don't even have anything like, there's nothing, I don't know, I just don't see myself, I'm like, oh, dang. Like, I would feel sad because, like, oh, he has a family. Same with Queen Elizabeth. Um, He has a family. That's sad. But I just don't see myself being, like, like, some of the people in England are just, like, (gasps) they're, like, mourning, like, wearing black. I just, I don't see it. Yeah. But I think that's the American in me. Um, My question, though, I want to ask you, and this is kind of sort of what we were talking about, like, five seconds ago. Um what type of legacy because that's what i think everybody's talking about the legacy that she's left what type of legacy do you want to leave behind like what is something that you're like i know deep right (laughs) you're welcome Ah! (laughs) um um well i am obviously very passionate about the pro-life movement And something that I don't really talk about is that I don't actually know if I've ever saved a baby's life. Like some people can be like, oh yeah, X amount of baby saves and I got to hold the baby, you know, from the mom who I helped choose life. And there have been many women who I referred away from Planned Parenthood, like so many girls who've gone over to the pregnancy center after I talked to them to leave Planned Parenthood. And I've given out hundreds of life-affirming gift bags, but I don't actually have that confirmation if I saved a life. And it used to kind of bother me, but now I'm at the point like, you know, I think it's good that God has like preserved that number from me because I believe it's not about a number. Like I may, I'm okay if I live my whole life never having confirmation that I saved a life because I believe this was all for the glory of God. If I never saved a life, like I did God's work, I did what he called me to do. And so I bring that up because I think that that is definitely part of my legacy is doing the hard work, not knowing the fruits of that, but trusting that, you know, God sees that and God um, is pleased with me and is glorified and all that. And, um, the last thing, the last other legacy I would hope to leave behind is raising up an army of Catholic children (laughs) when I'm married one day. 
Um, in about two months. You're right. One day <laughs> in about two months. So I guess one day is pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd hope to also be remembered as a person who was honest and always herself and encouraged other people to, um, I don't know, to also get involved in the pro-life movement and also be themselves, I hope. So, same question to you, Mallory. What's what's your legacy? That's a scary <laughs> question. I hate it. I know, I know. Um, well, I think about this every time someone dies that it becomes like a big deal. Like when a celebrity dies or um, maybe like two or three years ago, this guy that worked at a church I used to go to um, that all my friends knew. I have no idea how I didn't know him, but like everybody that I knew from that church knew him. And they were just saying all these super nice things about him. And I just remember thinking, like, when I die, are people going to say things like that? Like, they were just saying things like, you know, like, in the true crime, they light up a room. Okay, sure, basic. But, like, no, they were saying things like, well, his character was the best character I've ever seen. I don't know, just some things that were, like, really heartfelt that were you know, that meant, you could tell, like, he meant a lot. Like, he had an impact. And I remember thinking, like, I hope that my life can have an impact. I hope that, like, when I die, that people can say similar things, but then also say things like, yeah, because X, Y, and Z, I thought more about God. I don't know. Like, I hope that, like, I can also be part of somebody's testimony. And I don't know if that's me being selfish or if it's me like being super holy Christian, but I do hope that like there's at least one or two people that can say like I said or did something that was a part of their testimony. And like, I am not a perfect Christian. I, um, Melanie and I talked about an hour and a half before about some of the struggles that I'm going through and I admit like I don't I'm not the best at like because you know there's those celebrities that are or not even celebrities just regular people that are yeah and then today I just had guys pray for me like I'm not the best at that I don't necessarily think that's the lifestyle for me but I do want to like when I'm out of a season I do like to share like this is what I was going through and this is how God helped me God can help you too in a similar way or even a different way. Um, so like, I hope that like the things that I say, like have helped someone. Um, and I think, so yeah, so like that's the legacy. And then another legacy, I saw this quote from, um, gosh, it's that movie where the girl Barbie comes to life. Um, and it was something like, so I just want to help the girls life size. Yeah. And it was Tyra and it was, I don't even know. It was the picture of Tyra from that. And then it says, I just want to help the girls. And like, that's kind of like, I just want to help the girls. Like yeah. I love being a girl. And I've said this a thousand times. I love being a girl. Like, and I just want other girls to love it too. Like, it's just so great. Yeah. Like we're, we're the ones who lucked out. Like, yeah. Yikes, to be mad. Uh, cringe. Uh. <laughs> Waking up a man. Cringe. You know, like that's not, <laughs> Um, no, but like, I really, I hope that people can say that. And I really, my desire is to be married and have children, lots of children. I don't know if that's what God has for me, if I'm being honest, I don't know. But if that is what he has for me, hope it's soon. But I also hope, um, that if I do, like I raise kids that will honor God and like that will be strong defenders because that's another thing too like I want to also be known as someone who like who didn't stay silent and I think I am in very <laughs> in different arenas of life um I think I am known as someone who did not stay silent and I just that's also just not who I am in a myriad of aspects um and I hope that I raise kids that are like that too because like someone has to say something and I think um I have friendships where it seems like we're always bickering because sometimes I'm just like, well, someone has to say, like, 
that's not right. Someone has to say something. Um, So I just, I hope that in a positive way that that's another legacy that I leave behind. Um, Yeah. And I just want, I I just want my life to mean something like, I don't want to be one of those people that is just living. And sometimes I feel just because of the season, sometimes I do kind of feel that way that I'm just kind of like living. And I don't want that to be my forever. Like I want it to mean something like I want it to matter. Um, So I thought I saw like my windows here, you guys, I thought I saw something and I'm on the second floor. (laughs) I saw something at my window. um, But yeah, everything's fine. Um, I don't think yeah so that's it I don't think it's selfish to want God to use your story to impact other people I I think that we can all be like reflections of Christ to others and help point others to Christ so like I don't think that's a selfish desire because I I hope the same thing for me too like I hope in sharing my testimony and and I hope to do more as time goes on that it'll impact other people to share their stories and come to know the Lord and his mercy. And no. <laughs> and tying it in. I don't I don't think that's a selfish thing. Like I would love to be a saint one day. And I think that's something that we should all strive for is sainthood and going to heaven and yeah i don't really care if i'm not in like history books like obviously i'm not queen elizabeth the second so like i don't care but i care that i was able to you know be a reflection of christ and that god sees everything and that's all that matters is god knows whether I, I yeah. in the history books, whether I got Instagram famous or not, like God saw everything and was pleased. Amen. Yes. I, like the guilt going to heaven and hearing well done, good and faithful servant. God say you did. It, That's Thank all you. I need more than like, uh, like a famous legacy left on earth. Absolutely. And like, just to piggyback off of what you said, I have been thinking about that. And we kind of talked about it earlier, a little off air, like, and I'm pretty sure I said this to you before this like sentiment of like, at the end of the day, the impact, like impacting like one person can be fine. Like that's not the idea of impacting thousands and millions of people sounds great. And like, if that's possible, that's possible. But like impacting like one person is okay. Like it's not like the end of the world. Um, And if we're striving, like you said, for to hear you did good kid from God Um, (laughs) and we're up in heaven and, Hey, 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 glad to see you here. Hey, hey. You know, we're doing all that. Like, that's so much more important than anything down here. And it's so hard to get to think about that all the time because we get so caught up in like what's going on down here. You know, you work hard to achieve certain goals and then you don't meet that goal. So then it's like disappointing. So then you start getting, it's like, but that's not really what's important. And I, I really, especially having this conversation, I really do want to start working on thinking more of like up here because I'm very much good at stressing and worrying, being anxious about down here, but like up here is what's important and sharing this with you guys. I wasn't planning on it, but um, one thing I've really been kind of sort of switching gears. um, One thing I've really been working on and like I've started working about three days ago, I believe, I started studying, like, what is identity in Christ? Um, Because, you know, there's been a lot of, in conservative circles, they've really been pushing, get married, get married, get married, have kids, get married, get married, have kids. If you're not married by 25, (laughs) good luck, buddy, that lonely, loveless life of yours. And not saying that getting married is wrong 
not saying, do not hear me say that. What I'm hearing or hear me say that like, that isn't going to happen to everybody right away at the same time. So where is your purpose? What is your identity? So when you hear these things, you're not so offended because I've shared things and uh, on my Instagram and hopefully some of you guys are listening. And I've actually gotten a lot of people responding like, yeah, like I have, I'm, you know, I didn't get married till like my mid thirties and I'm glad I waited because I have found the person that God had for me. Or, you know what, I am in my forties and I'm still looking and it's getting really discouraging, blah, blah, blah. So I've had a lot of these things and I've been thinking about like, okay, what is our purpose and what is our, where is your identity? So I've been really doing research in the Bible on like, what is my identity? And I'm going to share that with everybody, not now, but I'm gonna share that with everybody. And then like working on like purpose. So like, what is this? And so that all of this stuff down here stops being (laughs) so like frustrating, stops being so like, you know, getting offended all the time, stop being so like, sad about x y and z not working out so that you can kind of almost live up here and be like you know what this so-and-so can say all that um so-and-so can talk about a loveless lonely existence but my identity is in christ so i don't really care what she says or actually i know my purpose is not this i know it's this so i mean sorry to who she's talking about but she's not talking about me you know but yeah, that just decided to share that. Melanie? <laughs> and you all just got the first sneak peek into the Those Other Girls Purpose <laughs> course coming soon. <laughs> You're funny. Um, No, but seriously, I've just really been thinking about like identity and like trying to focus on like what is the Bible? Because at the end of the day, like things... At the end of the day, like, I just want to make sure that I'm doing what God has called me specifically to do and I'm walking in what God says. So, for example, the relationship thing, because this comes up all the time and I hate to talk about it all the time, but I don't know. I'm a girl. I'm in my 20s, whatever. Um, But, like, I would rather wait till I'm, like, 40 if that means I'm with someone who I can have a God-honoring relationship with and I know that it'll be a good – so if that means – 40, if that means 60, then okay, that means 60 or 40. But what do I do in the meantime? I think that's where I'm kind of like caught up because it's really hard to find people to talk about that. And I don't mean in the meantime, okay, so write down everything you want for your husband and write letters to him <laughs> from your 25 to your 60. Give him this big thing of letters. I've been waiting for you. I'm sorry. That's just not me. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to be, okay, he's going to come. <laughs> I'm typing this like, he's going to come. I know he will. And I'm like 60, having my great grand nieces <laughs> help me lug all the letters I've written to him. <laughs> that's just not me. Like, I just, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be waiting to be perfect for waiting to be preparing for him i want to be doing what god has called me to do and then if he comes oh hey is this what god's called you to do yeah this is, well i'm gonna support you the whole way through oh thank you is that what god has called you to do yeah i'm gonna support you all the way through like that's more of what i want and i just don't see that being talked about so i'm like you know what i'm gonna go to the word what does the word of god say in this season during this time where, and I realized like it's the identity and the purpose. Like that is where the problem or that is where the comfort, that is where you need to be focusing on identity and your purpose. So you're not going to be concerned about this loveless, lonely, loveless. That's what she said. Y'all know who I'm talking about. This lonely, loveless life that you're destined to have because you just didn't happen to get married when you were in your 20s like she did, you know? So yeah. So stay tuned. I'll give you guys more on that. For the those are the girls walking in our purpose course coming fall 2023. <laughs> Melanie's funny. But yeah, ladies, we got this. It's it's gonna be okay. <laughs> Let's just work on this is so off course. Let's just work on <laughs> making sure that we are focused on God. At the end of the day. The well done, good and faithful servant is mm-hmm. what we want to hear. Um, you got a new follower or, hey girl, I follow you on Instagram. Those are nice things to hear. I'm not going to lie. Hearing that out in public. Oh, really? <laughs> Thanks. Um, lovely. But like that, nothing will compare to well done, good and faithful servant. Um, we're at 38 minutes. Let's wrap it up. Um, okay. 
do you, you cool with that or should we do you want to talk about this thing i guess we can talk about this next week because this wasn't as much attention the kim story no we can skip to this last thing i don't know what this is you want to talk about that okay um okay so before that though you guys should use american woman beauty <laughs> use our code mal 15 to get 15 percent off americanwomenbeauty.net they have really cute lipsticks makeup x y and z great brand okay so this i'm gonna click this twitter thing this sound so you can hear it and then um this supposedly a christian man slim just say, as a Southern Baptist, wow. I grew up reading the Bible. Maybe a backslidden Baptist, but I still know the Bible. Jesus never once talked about abortion. Never once. And it was happening back in ancient times. It was happening during his time. Never once mentioned it. And for people perverting the gospel of Jesus Christ down to one issue, it's heresy. Go, if you don't believe me, if that makes you angry, why don't you do something you haven't done in a long time? Open the Bible, open the New Testament, read the red letters, you won't see it there. And yet there are people who are using Jesus as a shield to make 10-year-old rape girls go through a living and breathing hell here on earth. They've also conveniently overlooked the parts of the New Testament, where Jesus talks about taking care of the needy, taking care of those who are helpless, who live a hopeless life, because they believe, these state legislators believe, that life begins at fertilization and ends at childbirth. And Caddy, what a powerful message yesterday from a son. Okay. So this is Joe from NBC. That's who he was. Um, Joe Scarabo, Scarabo, whatever. Um, and he was, that's just a little segment because uh, South Carolina, they were going to do a complete and total um, band, but they rejected it. So um, they passed the Senate Human Life Protection. And I'll just tell you what it does really quick. Um, and then we can talk about the comment. So what they pass, the positives are, and this is from the Palmetto Family Center. Love them. If you live in South Carolina, seriously, get involved. Um, you can reach out to me and I can connect you. I uh, love the guy that runs it. Uh, so it fixes the loophole in the heartbeat law. It moves rape and incest exceptions from five to three months. It ends Planned Parenthood funding in the state budget. Here's a negative. It's not a total ban from conception, and there's no clear definition of women's reproductive health care in the state law, and it um, fractured conservative coalition. So that's what he's talking about because they were going to do a complete total ban, but then they didn't. They ended up not doing that, and hopefully, we're actually going to have someone who has been helping with that do a blog post. So fingers crossed, she'll get that to me this weekend um, to explain a little bit more. But essentially, he's you know, I'm a Southern Baptist. Well, what is a backsliding Baptist? So that tells you all you need to know right there. Um, Jesus never mentioned abortion, blah, blah, blah. Before you say your comment, I don't know if you remember, this is like kind of a lighthearted, funny thing. Um, the community episode where um, I got Melanie watching community, y'all, but um, where Abed was supposedly Jesus. And he goes, I thought all Jesus did was wear jeans and tell people not to get abortions. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> it's, it's in the, it's a season two, I think season two, like episode oh, six or something. Okay. Not that I watch it all the time or anything, but it's, uh, it's just, it's funny. Anyway, Melanie, what are your initial thoughts on that clip? Well, my initial thoughts, and I hope everybody else is thinking the same thing, that sure, Jesus didn't say a lot of things were wrong, but you don't, right. you don't need the explicit, hey, this is wrong to know this is wrong. This is biblically wrong, morally, 
biblically, logically, like everything. Ethically. It's still yeah. wrong whether Jesus verbally said it or not. And like the, I've heard that the word Trinity, that there's the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit is like nowhere in the Bible to believe in like a Trinitarian God. But yet believing in the Trinitarian God is one of the most foundational things as a Christian, but that's not in the Bible, but it's understood. And Mm -hmm. so again, sure, the word abortion may not have been in the Bible, but it's understood that in the 10 commandments, when we're told thou shalt not kill, and we understand that there is an innocent human life in the womb and abortion ends that human life, that that is then breaking one of the 10 commandments and is killing an innocent human life. Yeah, that was you, you nailed hit the nail on the head. Hit the nail hit the nail on the coffin. Hit on the nail. Hit the head on the nail. Hit the head on the nail. Um, <laughs> no nail on the head. Anyway, we'll get that expression right one day. Anyway, no, but I agree with what you said. Like, um, I also saw someone say once, "Drunk driving. God never condemned drunk driving. Does that mean God is okay with drunk driving? Mm-hmm, yeah, you know." So God doesn't have to um, explicitly say X, Y, and Z equals bad um, for us to know throughout the Bible. And I think that's also, too, why it's two things from that. That's also why we need to know and read the Bible ourselves all the way through, because that's how you learn who God is. That's how you learn who his character is. That's how you learn these type of things. So you know that, like, hey, you know what? God certainly does frown upon murder. Um, Maybe this murder is wrong as well. that and then something else he said um i also think it's important to realize that like sometimes people twist and i'm sure they said that about us too but like from our perspective some people twist the bible to mean any and everything and you can't take everything that people say for what they say it like even what i'm saying look in the bible don't just believe me that you know a ten commandment says thou shalt not kill don't believe that go and look for yourself um and i think that people are using like the oh also the excuse of like helping the poor i don't know why that irks me i do know why that irks me that irks me so much when people bring that up because you literally don't know what else someone is doing so you just see me at this one moment with something that you don't like, you have no, I could run the number one homeless shelter that has <laughs> helped thousands of people yeah. in my town. Like I could be, you have no, you're just seeing me at this exact moment. So you don't know what else yeah. I'm doing in my life. And also too, like, I guess, and it could just also be, I've been blessed to be around really good pro-life people. Like in the movement, I don't mean like, people (laughs) i'm typing online i don't mean those people i mean people who are like actually doing things are some of the kindest most genuine people i tell people people all the time talk about how like conservatives are mean they're evil i always say to be honest the people who have the biggest hearts people who genuinely care about people are the pro-life conservatives no offense if you don't consider yourself a pro-life conservative or no offense if you aren't really involved in the movement but to be honest people who i've seen that genuinely like love and help and care about people who are not um who are not uh how do i say this who i'll just say who love and genuinely care about people who are not just in it because they want low taxes. No offense to those people. Um, either no offense to y'all. But those are the people who are like pro-life conservatives. Like people who are actually like involved in the movement. I always tell people that like stop. Get off looking at X, Y, and Z big name that um, is yelling at you for X, Y, and Z that's calling people names. Forget about them. They're not the representative of like hot, like true people who care about people. People who are doing that are the people you don't really know with the small accounts that are actually like doing things. Um, so yeah, so like the idea that pro-lifers don't care about people outside of the womb is just one of the most ridiculous things and I just, I, that's just so crazy to me because people that I know are 
some of the most generous, kindest people who actually work and do stuff to help other people. So it's just, it's such a crazy statement to me. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that pro-life people, like how we always hear of like, how many kids are you adopting or fostering? And then statistically, it's the pro-life Christian community that's doing the most adoptions and like fostering. And, um, like for myself, I, um, I guess about a year ago interned at a maternity home for teen moms. Cause I wanted to like learn from that perspective. I interned, uh, with a program to help, uh, foster youth, uh, succeed like outside of college. And so, and I'm, hundred percent anti-abortion. And like I put, I purposefully put myself in those spaces because I wanted to learn and I wanted to be able to like see people in maybe difficult circumstances and to still see their a hundred percent equal like humanity and dignity in them. And just like, it's so interesting being in those spaces. Like I said, cause I could look at someone and just, and think like, wow, like you were equally human from the start and you're here and it's not the most glamorous thing, but you're doing it. Like you're doing the hard thing. Uh, you're mothering at, you know, 12 years old or whatever. And they did it, you know? And anyways, so yeah, I'm just sharing like my person, my personal example, cause I am anti-abortion as they come. And I was in those spaces where I guess you would imagine pro-lifers didn't care when a mom gives birth, a teen mom, they don't care after she has the baby or they don't really care about foster youth. Like, hello, like we're doing the stuff, like we're donating Mm -hmm. towards programs. Like I know once, um, like I'm in a better place financially, I want to donate towards other things. Like I would love to donate, to some program to help feed the children or send children to school. Like, sure. I think those are good and noble things. I think maybe we get confused that that doesn't have to be my thing though. Like I don't have to give a right. percent of my time and effort towards feeding the children or reducing violence, whatever. Like this is right. the thing I care about. And I've heard it said before that like, you don't get mad at the American Diabetes Association for not fighting uh, human trafficking. Yeah. You don't get mad. Why? Because they're the American Diabetes Association. Mm -hmm. And so similarly, like when you see a pro-lifer at the rally, the protest, I'm sure you're like alluding to, like, you don't like, sure, I'm pro-life and, but like, this is the thing I'm doing. And Again, like you said, Mallory, you don't know what all we're doing when I'm not here these two hours that you're staring at me. Mm-hmm. And oh, I had another point I was going to say. Um, I was listening to you and I lost what I was going to say. Okay. Um, <laughs> you don't know what we're going to do. American Diabetes Association. We're pro-lifers are the ones who do care. Um, I want to donate towards other causes, you know. Oh, I know. I just want to say thank you. Um, And we're not meant to know everything and be everything all at once either. So if a certain cause is not your cause right now, that's okay. Um, You know, find whatever you want to have to be your cause for right now and just you know put your heart and soul into it but you don't have to we cannot i hate when the internet's like oh y'all didn't hear about the bombing in uzbekistan y'all don't care about uzbekistan well sir if no one told us how are we going to do anything about it and number two there was also like there's only so many things we can talk about at once yeah so it's okay and like don't ever feel pressure um, like for example, like our thing obviously is pro-life anti-abortion. Like that's something that we're very, very passionate about. You don't have to feel pressure that you have to do every single thing all the time, just like us. Maybe your thing is human trafficking. Like you want to help in that. That's fine too. Maybe you do care um 
you want to be part of the diabetes, uh, ending diabetes uh, research, something like that. Like, that's okay. But like, you know, the thing is, you just do what you can when you can. And it, yeah, that's all I was going to say. Do what you can when you can. Like, I don't want people to feel the pressure to like, well, I care about X, Y, and Z, so I, I must be giving... $20 here, $20 here, $20 here, $20 here, $20. No, like, it's okay. If you, if your thing is being pro-life and people are like, well, you don't care about anything else. They don't know what you're doing outside of this two hours you're at your prayer walk. Okay. They, they have no idea. <laughs> you can, um, donate towards other causes that, mm-hmm. that you care about. Um, mm-hmm. you can, um, like for example, the tampon, um, brand Garnu that part of the proceeds go towards ending human trafficking. So maybe you are conscientious in what you're buying so as to donate towards something that maybe you can't give a hundred percent to, but you would, you're willing to help in that way of buying a product or whatever. Um, like I remember one time I bought a pair of earrings that, um, was to help, um, girls who got out of the, um, like sex industry. And so like, there you go. Like that, that's not the, the main thing, but I helped in that way or like something else that I really do care about is like the environment and animals. And so I'm vegetarian and I try to be conscientious about the things that I buy. Is that my number one thing? No. Am I going to go out and start protesting no, maybe if it came to it, somebody invited me. I don't know. I don't feel like I would fit in with that crowd, but but <laughs> it's not my number one thing, but I live my life in a way of I'm careful of what I buy, what I, you know, what I'm consuming. And so I'm just giving that example of like, maybe there's something you care about and it doesn't have to be the thing, but it could be in smaller ways that you're mm-hmm. helping. Um, yeah. So that's a great way to end it. Other girls do not feel the pressure. You do what you can with what you can Um, do. Give as much as you can with however much you can and run it by God. Yeah. Run it by God. And Um, prayer too. Like if, if you're in a place where you're like, Oh, I really care about ending human trafficking or I really care about, I don't know the, the Uyghurs in China, or I really care about what's happening in North Korea, insert situation, human rights and justice here. You can always pray. And yes, I think our prayer may go further than our money. Um, Absolutely. The money will be helpful towards different ministries, but yeah, that's just, I just wanted to sprinkle that in there too, that you can pray for the end to, whatever it is, human trafficking, uh, racism, inequality, other injustices. Amen. Well, that is today's show. Um, A little different. It was supposed to be a little shorter. And I guess it kind of was for a Me and Melanie episode. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just want to remind everyone that we are doing the organic tampon, organic pad collection. The organic tampons we're actually going to get from Garnu. Um, and the organic pads we will get from someplace else because they haven't started pads yet. Um, so yes, so you can donate to that. There's a link on the website. I'll have a link in the description bio, however you're going to see this and $5 here, $20 there. That really helps. I, my goal really is to fill up this middle school. First of all, they asked for us specifically. So I think that's great. We've done this two other times, three other times. And we made such an impact that someone else asked for us to help. So the goal is to stock them up for the year. Um, and it's an inner city um, school. So some of these girls, they might not be able, their parents might not be able to afford pads and tampons at home. So they are really relying on their school to help provide for them. We have an opportunity to make a difference to help these girls, make sure that they could stay in school too. Cause I've shared the story where, um, you know, she didn't come to summer camp. You guys know the story. Anyway, that is that. If you enjoyed this, please make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe, do all of that. Leave a comment, share this with your friends. 
what type of legacy are you hoping to leave? I'll make that the Spotify question. You tell me the type of legacy that you're hoping to leave. Um, Melanie, any other announcements you think we should add? <laughs> um, next weekend is the oh yeah my bachelorette, so I'm sure there will be some more TOG content to look forward to. Yes, I think we should do a vlog. I think we should vlog. Um and yeah. So that's going to be fun. Follow along. I'll post up on the Those Other Girls account too. So you guys can see like Bachelorette. And also too, not to be like super preachy, but like a clean Bachelorette. You're not going to see, she, she's already committed to a, a man. You're not going to see her with other men. <laughs> no, like that's stupid. Not a so you guys strip can, club like we talked about in last week. No, you're not going to see any of that. So yeah, it could be also a good example of like, what's a fun girly thing to do i almost spilled something she doesn't know a lot of what's gonna happen so <laughs> um i almost said something oh, no but yeah it's gonna be fun i will share that can't wait all right um i'm gonna head out okay bye everybody have a good rest of your day night evening however whenever you have seen it listening to it Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.